The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, it's uh, 2.35. We were talking about this Imagine Jasper pilot project uh, on Jasper Avenue. If you've been downtown, you've seen it. There's a, they, They've reduced, they've taken away the curb lanes along Jasper Avenue. They've put in planters. They've put in uh, patio tables. There's uh, ping pong tables. You can go play uh, ping pong and all that sort of stuff uh, on it. Lauren Gunter did a, an opinion piece today in The Sun, pretty much slamming it. A uh, number of people saying, hey, you know what's not for, for all of you? In the, in the suburbs anyways, for the folks downtown. Uh, we're hearing a lot of uh, comments from the people who live uh, downtown. Kara's on the phone. Hi, Kara. Hi. What do you think about all of this? You live down there. Yes, I live in the Oliver area and have for a long time. Uh, it's taken away a whole lot of parking. There are some major buildings there that require parking, such as the cathedral on 113th Street that fills up with a 1,000 people five, five times every weekend, and <laughs> a lot less parking now for that. Also, I've noticed the buses, instead of being able to travel down Jasper in the curb lane, now they have to continually move over into traffic, and it's just not a good idea. You know what, Kara Allen, who has been texting in on this all afternoon, says overall, he lives in the area as well, says he's a fan of the concept, especially having more trees and wider sidewalks. There are elements he doesn't like, however. He thinks the placement of the picnic tables is just plain stupid, and he's very much against the removal of the right turn lanes at 109th Street. Yeah, I absolutely agree with the, the removal of the lanes is just crazy. We have lots of park space in Edmonton and green spaces, and let's put picnic tables there. <laughs> People can drive there and enjoy it. There you go. Thanks for weighing in this afternoon. Appreciate it. Thanks. Mm. Well, as always is the case here on the 630 Afternoon News, we let you decide what you'd like to talk about. <laughs> I really threw it out there, or you did, and I thought, oh, this is just should be good for uh, five to ten minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> but people are will really weighing yeah. in. Uh, one of the uh, texts that we received, and again, we're getting so many um, that I have to sort of paraphrase a little bit, but we got a couple along the lines of, well, if it's not for those of us who live in the suburbs to attract us to go downtown, then let the downtown people pay for it. But that really can never be the way, right? Like, it's the same as our taxes pay for... Th- all of our taxes pay for mm-hmm. things we don't utilize. So there's people who live in downtown pay taxes, and that creates, you know, bike lanes out in Windermere. So, you know, you can't... It's not a user fee. Perry says, I live a block from the concept changes on Jasper Avenue, and I like it very much. This is a concept, a prototype to give work uh, to work out the bugs and challenges. Give it a chance. And then this one says, I literally just drove downtown to see what the fuss was about, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Traffic mm. wasn't overly irritated from what I could see. Sure, the project needs some work, but so do us close-minded Edmontonians, as we do not like change. <laughs> also, if I lived downtown, I would think that it is pretty cool to the phones now jack's on the whole on the phone hey jack hey how's it going good what do you think just want to talk about the uh, park downtown i feel that uh money would be better spent on the transit service uh what do you think you think it would be better on transit service like you mean lrt uh not especially lrt but uh, bus service in general bus service uh, general. right now it's not very good um, you know what? I'll be honest with you, Jack. I haven't been on a, a, a bus in Edmonton in a very long time. Are you a regular user of the bus uh, buses, Jack? Yes, I am. I pay $95 a month for the bus fare, and uh, right now it's just not acceptable. So what are your biggest concerns? 
Uh, basically, uh, especially Sunday service is not very good at all. Sunday service, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's kind of the big one for you. Um, are is are, are your buses on time? No. no. For instance, if I come from Westmount to the East End, I'm looking at a two-hour ride. Whoa. Hmm. Yeah, again, I can't really weigh on this. Uh, weigh in on this. Jalen said she hasn't been in a bus mm-hmm. in a long time. I don't think I've ever been on an Edmonton bus, mm-hmm. frankly. Do you live downtown, Jack? No, I live in the East End. Oh, you live mm. in the East End. Okay, so so and wherever you have to go, you're taking the bus. So how difficult is it to, to plan your trips um, to, to get around in the city? Let's say if you, in the East End, let's say you had to get up to Castle Downs for some reason. Is that a is that a tricky tricky ride? Well, possibly two to three buses, and uh, you know the thing is, if you phone a complaint on the three one one complaint line, they always have an excuse. Well, there's construction. Well, there's traffic. There's this. There's that. I mean, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a union environment. There's no good to phone three one one because they're basically you're going against union people. Going against the Indian people, did you say? Union, sir. I can't, can I, you keep cutting out, Yeah, Jack. what does that mean? U- uh, union environment. Union. Oh, union. Oh, union. Oh, okay, oh. I see what you're saying there. Gotcha. Okay, Jack, thanks for weighing in, and we'll put that down. So you want to see more work done on the transit system. Eric is on hold. Hey, Eric. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Good. Do, you, do you remember when Sir Winston Churchill Square used to be a green space? <laughs> yep, back in the early 90s. It was beautiful. Came up here from Vancouver. And uh, it was all grass and trees and everything. And uh, I forget exactly when they paved it over, but I thought that was pretty silly. See, yeah, listen, I didn't too, even know that. It wasn't too long ago that they paved it over. Right, but that's exactly what I was talking about earlier, where it seems like, and again, any city could be found guilty of this, but it seems like there's something that a lot of people use, so say a green space, right? And they yeah. and the city goes, hey, a lot of people are using this green space. We didn't really plan for that, but it's great, so let's pave it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, why? Everyone loved it the way it was. Yeah, took paradise and put up a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, it's happening a lot around here these days. Well, hey, Eric, thanks for weighing in. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. It's 2.41 on the 6.30 <laughs> Chet Afternoon News. Um, I think I just saw um, where to go. Something about uh, people downtown live next to one of the most wonderful park systems on the planet, but some wizards on city council think there is lack, there is lack of access to recreational resources for downtown dwellers. But we, you know, we talked about this yesterday <laughs> yeah. about trying to have access mm-hmm. to the River Valley from downtown. We just built. How much money was spent on that funicular to, <laughs> to put in, yeah. which is now going to take you to the bottom of the hill, where at one point there was supposed to be put uh, a nice area down by the Rossdale. Uh, plant, mm-hmm. but that That's got delayed. delayed, and now part of the money that was, you know, earmarked for that from the feds has disappeared because it had to be used by a certain amount right. of time. Um, and so the money that was set aside by the province and by the city now will be channeled somewhere else. Huh. And uh, this, uh, there was a park downtown, Beaverton Park, 105th Street in Jasper. The city shut it down. It was used. Uh, 30 years later, we need parks. Wait 20 or 30, it'll be gone, says Ron. 
Well, you know, and, and that's, I think, one of the things that started happening when, when when Edmonton, downtown Edmonton, started booming again and more of these buildings were going up, some of these green spaces that, you know, these little tiny pieces of green paradise in, in downtown Edmonton. Mm-hmm. And, hey, we need them for what? For uh, another building? For a parkade? <laughs> yeah. Because you can't park along that stretch of road now. Do you know, uh, here's an idea. How about uh, a whole bunch of parkades that are underground and parks on top of them? It would uh, solve two problems at once. Um, We had a phone caller just a couple ago that said the bus service was horrible, and somebody here texting wanting to defend it. Um, I take the bus. uh, Great service with all the buses on GPS. They were on time early by two to three minutes. I know uh, Hunter uses the bus system quite frequently, a little less now that he got his license, yeah. but uses it all the time, especially if he's going out for a drink with his buddies. Uh, he finds it very convenient, mm-hmm. um, right to the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because there is service, though, right through Town. Yes. So you're lucky. Again, it's just Actually, our personal you're experience. you're not very far off the bus route. That's right. It's around the corner. Yep. Uh, Jay Lynn, you said last year that you brought guests downtown and couldn't find anything to do, so the city takes steps to inspire Edmontonians to take in downtown in a different way, from the street benches to bike lanes to the funicular down to the River Valley. And the first response always goes to the grumpy people who won't adapt to change. And Churchill Square was a mud puddle after the first festival and cost an amazing amount to resod annually. Hmm. I, I remember that you know it was a couple of years ago my husband and i had a staycation mm-hmm. this is like about two or three years ago now yeah actually i think it was about three years ago and it was over um canada day and actually i'll, I'll be honest we were bored we were bored downtown we ended up watching movies that afternoon in our in our hotel sure. room in, 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 at the weston um i remember that show yeah, oh yeah, I got yeah. beat up pretty bad on that. That's yep. fine. I'll take everything what I said on, on that one. Over the past couple of years, especially with um, the more, um, the development of the 104th Mm-hmm. street, that whole walking area, the market, all of that, it's growing more on me. Sure, but those are that let's cycle back to my earlier questions to you though, Jay, and, and to the comments we've received from our texters, those who like what's going on in Jasper and are admonishing mm-hmm. us for not liking it. If the argument is that it's not meant to attract people like you downtown, it's meant to be there for the people who live downtown, then that last argument just got thrown out the window because it doesn't matter whether you like it or don't like what they're doing Mm -hmm. downtown if that's not what it was set up for. And the other is, I asked you and I asked our listeners, so what would it take for you to want to go downtown? So if we say that already it is for downtown residents, but it's also to attract suburbanites, uh, what would it take? I'm not, personally, and again, just personally, it's not park benches on the side of the road. No. That's no. not going to attract me. Hey, kids, do you want to get in the car? We'll drive downtown, yeah. find somewhere to park, and sit in a park bench next to a busy road. You know What's attracting me downtown right now, first off, my hairdresser is downtown. <laughs> that'll do it. So that'll do it once every four weeks, right? But there are a lot. Once every four weeks? Yeah, baby. Wow. Um, but there's, there's restaurants downtown these days, and some... Um, uh, music scenes sure. that are attracting me downtown right now. Mm-hmm. That's what's attracting me downtown. I'm not going to go get my food, though, and have it on the picnic table on the side <laughs> of the road. I'm just not. <laughs> well, what's wrong with you, you freak? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks for weighing in, everyone, on this at 630-630 and for calling us at 496 It got everyone kind of... Um, Everyone's all up in your grill today. Yeah, they on this sure one. are. Yeah, but thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, uh, Jalen, nine. Yeah, friend. 
You know, yesterday we were talking about uh, weather warnings and weather watches and this sort of thing, and a number of people um, did text in. I got an email when I got home saying, I don't know why you were still talking about weather warnings and weather watches when the skies had already turned sunny and blue. It's because our listeners are from all across the country and specifically outside of the Edmonton area in Alberta. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to communicate and inform people outside of just it's just not capital region right it's not just us all the time uh and along those lines i wanted to tell you that if you live in red deer and uh, you happen to have any kind of an outstanding uh traffic ticket a warrant (laughs) uh, anything like that you might want to head on down to a registry office or an ama something like that and pay it off the rcmp are on a blitz in your city and they've already arrested 65 people including a woman with an unpaid traffic fine of eight thousand dollars. Wow. She racked up $8,961.64 in unpaid traffic fines, and she was arrested. It was a four-day blitz. Now, that blitz is done, but the Mounties aren't. They're saying, look, it's going to happen again, so you might want to, if you escaped the net this time, you might not so be so a, lucky. a big ticket event, Andrew. Yes, it's not a concert. The signs, <laughs> big ticket event. That means the the police officers are usually out there. Yeah, and they're looking for everything. Um, the the people they arrested uh, offenders included prolific property offenders, repeat traffic offenders, people suspected of identity and credit card theft, and uh, suspects involved in domestic assault cases. Hmm. Um, and they're saying this warrant roundup, they call it, is another message to those offenders who continue to fail to appear in court, who breach conditions, and who continue to engage in criminal behavior, I, we're going to get you. I, I think there's, you know, probably um, some, there's a mindset among something, well, they haven't got me now, they're not going to ever get me, right? They will, so though. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, um, it, it happens. I got snagged in one of those years ago down in Calgary. I had a friend of mine that got nabbed and ended up and it was something stupid, like not having a dog license. Right. Not having, uh, there was something really, really, it was a stupid fine and ended up behind bars. I did as well. And that's why uh, it's important. I, I know that you think it's a traffic ticket. It's no big deal if that's what the offense happens to be. But if they do scoop you up in one of these, they will take you to jail and you will spend several hours there until you pay up your fines. And if you don't happen to have the credit or the money on you and you have to phone relatives or friends to come down and help you, you'll go to jail. And, and it's, it's no, there's no separate little traffic offender jail. It's jail, jail. Uh, and the time that I got scooped up, and I'll never let it happen again because of this, it happened to be the day they did physicals. So, you know, me and everybody else lined up to have a doctor, you know, do whatever. How, how many times have you been in jail? Well, that's a pretty direct question. <laughs> oh, you just said you were in jail. Well, I was, was certainly that? in jail that time, but only for a few hours. He's watching the clock. Well, I, I mean, my employment could hinge on this. No, just teasing. <laughs> Do you mean as a visitor? No. Do you mean to see family? I mean, <laughs> what exactly are you asking? Tap dance. Tap dance. Tap dance. Uh, coming up to the 3 o'clock news with Eileen Bell. A reminder, the dinette and patio Pre-game dinette and patio furniture pre-game show gets underway at 6 o'clock. Kickoff tonight, 7.30 against the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We'll check in with Morley Scott at 
520. If you're going to the game, again, it is the Pure Later Tackle Hunger Nights. So you want to bring a donation, whether it be a food donation or a monetary donation. It always feels good to put food in the big bin, but I'll tell you what, the food banks uh, across the country will tell you uh, themselves a cash donation is better because then they can buy this specific item they need and they also get a better deal than you do when you buy the food. So something to think about. Either way, it's appreciated. Whatever you can bring, yeah. you know, whether it's cash or food, please, uh, please do so. We heard uh, just before um, Heritage Days that the Edmonton Food Bank was really, really struggling. Um, use up even more after last year's record year. So do what you can if you're going to the game. Eileen Bell has the news headlines. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.